go. We're back. Hey, hey. <laughs> Dude, that was a long pause there, Ron. I know. I'm just just changing my screens over and everything uh, yeah, like no, that. No worries. Here we are, episode 95 for <laughs> our Wildcard Weekend Monday. Almost at the ton. Get the nervous 90s. Yeah, that's right. A lot of quick singles happening at the moment. Yeah, that's right. 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Here we go. <laughs> Arch, uh, people can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Not Instagram. Don't see Instagram. Um, what a waste of time that was. And uh, just catch us on our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe, everybody. Make sure. Anyway, we're going to jump in. Uh, if you missed our last episode, which was the Sunday one, get onto that if it's before Sunday, obviously. We're going to talk about Monday, and we've got three wicked games that we're going to talk wicked through games. here. It's wicked. I haven't heard wicked. that since the early 90s as a t- <laughs> description. Go on. Anyway, it's going to be gnarly. So uh, gnarly. jump in, strap yourselves in. No, that, that was uh, forced. The wicked came from the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's uh, let's turn that music on, Arch, and we're gonna <laughs> turn what music on? Well, it's it's the, you know hit the hit the music for the, uh, this the next slate. Wild card free game slate on the Monday morning in Australia, yeah. Draft stars got no other choices. That's right. Everyone watching on YouTube is just like, oh, they're recording two episodes at once. I get it now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're, we're, and we're not snipping the the videos on YouTube into two episodes. That that requires no. post editing. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the first game. It's Tampa Bay hosting Philadelphia. Yes, your boys, my boys, my boys, gonna get pumped <laughs> <laughs> by Brady and his. Well, look, this is the, this is interesting, isn't it? I think. Look, I think Leonard Fournette just absolutely rips a new one on us and goes for 150 scrimmage yards and three touchdowns. But that's with all these injuries and all these uh, walkouts yeah. <laughs> on the Tampa Bay side. So with that in mind, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts. Let's start here, Archie. We chuck my screen up. I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah. Where are you? With those watching on YouTube, you can watch our... There we go. Little draft stars pop up. Dog just pushed the door open with his head as on cue. <laughs> Love having pets. Not need have pets. Uh, <laughs> Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts. I heard the song and just thought, I yeah, want to get involved in, in that. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah, everyone listening to the podcast is like, what's going on? Oh, it's just funny video yeah, yeah. stuff. It's anyway, my wife getting on the screen, YouTube? just itching to be That's part it. of the broadcast. Thanks, everyone. Tom Brady. <laughs> He's sitting there. He's had some big, big weeks, uh, or two weeks. He's had big weeks. Poor games against Carolina and New Orleans. Mm. Remember that scoreless game? Yes. Oh, he was filthy. Um, he is, though, on the whole, just had a phenomenal, Absolutely. phenomenal season. He's coming up against Philly. Philly's defense has been okay, actually, the last little while. So I'll pay them that. So. Where are you sitting with this arch? Is it just Tom Brady all the way here? What kind of look does Jalen Hurts get? Look, I think Jalen Hurts has shown that he's, you know, he's averaging about eight and a half points of just rushing every every game since he's been in the league. So there's a there's a nice little flaw there still. So I'm not completely off Hurts when I'm, you know, considering how we're going to to play this slate. I think um word is weather's a bit of a factor um in this game. 
um, Rick Shroud, uh, Stroud, uh, I should say, uh, he, he tweeted out how that there's going to be, you know, 20 to 30 mile per hour winds with, you know, 70% chance of rain uh, with, Oof. you know, near a quarter of an inch of rain. So lots of gusty winds. So that's going to potentially impact the passing game. Now, I think that's this is one you just got to be a bit, uh, you know, clued into. Luckily, it's the first game on the slate. So you can, um, it's an easy, uh, you know, way to adjust your lineups, but, you know, um, you're not sort of locked into the stupid draft stars swap rules uh, if they were a later slate and you you ran with them. So, um, yeah, I, I think just keep an eye on the weather. Um, Leonard Fournette is someone uh, potentially if you're thinking that there's going to be ownership heading towards Brady's way, uh, Fournette, if, if you if, if you think it's going to the weather's going to impact the passing, Fournette's a nice little little play who also is involved in the passing game as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think Fournette will be chalk as chalk. Yeah, honestly. Uh, if we move to running backs, Fournette fifteen three. Yeah, um, there's not much else out there, is there? There's barely anything else. <laughs> if I'm looking at the whole slate, yeah. Next up is Najee. Then you got Zeke, Elijah Mitchell. Then you got the uh, KC running backs. Then Miles Sanders. So if I'm looking at this game, just at this game, yeah. Miles Sanders is sitting here at nine thousand seven hundred. He's coming in questionable, but he looks like he's. I think got a limited practices in, so they're going to suit him up. And this is a really interesting matchup because the Eagles are first in yards per carry over the season and the Bucks are 31st in yards allowed per carry on the season. Uh, sorry, not 31st, third. What, what am I saying? Um, basically, great run offense, great run defense. It's going to be a lot of butting heads in this mm. game, I think. And the question will really be, can Jalen Hurts provide that difference of – playing the different run options yep. and allowing things to open up for them because really that's how they've been winning uh, games as as of late. So the Eagles for me, uh, a really interesting one. Miles Sanders I think is a cheap play and if he gets the go-ahead, then yeah. Miles Sanders should be the main guy and yep. uh, I, I don't mind him. Just, yes, he's been injured against the Giants, was woeful, but the game before that against Washington – 131 yards on the ground. Game before that against the Jets, 120 yards on the ground. Yes, they're crappy defenses, but in terms of usage, you like what you see there. So Miles Sanders at a really cheap sub 10k price. I'm happy to go there. Yeah. Uh, if 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 he's healthy, that's that's, that's, that's really key, where Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, we saw you know there was plenty of work for old Kenneth uh, Gainwell last week, so um, yeah. don't mind that at all. Um, and I guess but the thing is, it gets murky if he's not playing because then you've got Boston yeah, Scott as well coming off of COVID. Has he been activated yet? The, I believe he was uh, yep. yeah, a no, few days ago. Yep. So, but you're right. It gets real murky if Sanders isn't there. And if Sanders isn't there, then I'd probably actually like Jalen Hurts even more because I feel like he's got the potential to have a more – Better opportunity in the red zone. Um, yep. And scoring a rushing touchdown and, and whatnot. So, yeah, Jalen Hurts is an interesting quarterback in terms of what he can provide, but against the Tampa, especially against the Tampa Bay defense. But I still kind of like Jalen Hurts. Yep. I think we could get something out of that if they are forced to pass, because that's the reality in this kind of game. Maybe they'll be forced to pass, Tampa Bay get up. And then we see Dallas Goddard and Devonta Smith come to life. That's, that's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, you look, that's it. Uh, earlier in the season, Tampa Bay's defense was a, a bit stronger against the run, weren't they? And and they did hold, you know, hold uh, 
Sanders in check. Um, so yeah, yeah to me, it's the it's going to be the passing game. I think that I'm going to be more interested in on the Philly side. Um, yeah, yeah. So let's let's. So move Devonta on. Smith, then is he your guy that you're going to push Wait. towards here? Well, it doesn't fill me with you know. <laughs> Great feels, but you know, he's the he is their guy. So yeah, uh, he's their guy. No, it's a Goddard game. I think really, I think Goddard's the only the the pass catching option I'm looking at if if I'm looking on the Philly side. And I'm to me, and it, we go back to Jalen Hurts. It's almost a naked quarterback situation to me, or it's a single stack with Goddard, and and you're yep. looking at pieces of other games. Um, I'm not looking for heavy stacks with with Hertz because he doesn't for him to get there, he's not needing three passing touchdowns, is he? No, that's right. He's not. You're really looking for a touchdown on the ground, maybe sixty exactly. yards on the ground and yep. Yeah. If you can get uh, yeah, you know, ten ten odd points on the ground and then uh, you know, the you know, another ten to fifteen through the air, then you then you're laughing, aren't you? Yeah. That's true. Fair enough on that on that call. I like I, I I agree with what you're saying. Talk about Tampa Bay though. Really interesting one. You've got Mike Evans. He's sitting here at 15k or 14 9k, um, which is totally fair. He's coming into the game finally healthy. He had a great one last week against uh, Carolina. Uh, he's scored four touchdowns in four games. Like that's that's pretty solid. Uh, he's missed a bit of time, I think, in that, but. Who else is there? You got Brashad Perryman, Tyler Johnson. That's it. You just listed them. <laughs> it's ugly. So do, are we looking here and like, do you want to play? Because let's be honest, you go, okay, it's Evans and Gronk. Yep. That's are Perryman and Johnson sitting here tempting you at all? They're just Perryman's at nine, nine, yeah, nine, eight. Price them up. Tyler Johnson's at eight, six. It's, it's a bit gross when it comes to those prices. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, not not loving it. I think I'd need to dig in to see if I think there's actually work there for him. Um, but yeah, it's it's a Mike Evans Gronk double stack that you'd be pairing with with Brady, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, in fact, yeah. if we, it's a maybe even a two tight end, maybe Brady, maybe you pl- you could get real different and play Brady and Gronk on the same lineup. Ooh, that would be something. That not many people would be doing at all, but I would like that. That's really interesting because, yeah, we've seen Brait be solid in, in spots this year. Yeah. And he's liked to hit the end zone a, a few times. And that's really all you need. You need yeah. him to hit hit pay dirt because um, he's not going to give you yardage, let's be honest. <laughs> As you can see. <laughs> <laughs> but Cameron Brait is there as an option in the, in the red zone. Yes. And if you want to punt a spot, then that's probably fine. You know, Mike Evans break even if just if you want to fade Gronkowski and and pull up that correlation instead. Mm. So, yeah, I don't mind that. I could I could see myself going that way. Yeah, look, if I'm looking at it, if I'm playing Tampa Bay stacks, dare say there'll be two tight ends. It might not be Gronk and Bright, but it'll probably be Bronk, uh, Bronk, uh, <laughs> Gronk and got it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, and I think that you know it's just you're going to get some solid you know points per dollar value out of those two. Yeah, it's got no, it like at that. 10k. That's you know in a game potentially where it's going to be tough. They're going to he's going to be used, isn't it? Yeah, I could easily see got it going for I don't know six for six for eighty. Yep, and, and, a, and a TD potentially in that as well. So uh, yeah, got it doesn't need heaps to produce. Yeah, but. 
of course, the Bucks will be aware of who the best weapons are and they'll be trying to shut them down. So, yeah, there's risks involved with all the Philly guys in terms of, yeah, this defense that they're going up against. Anyway, there's a decent, yeah, there's a decent total to it, but uh, the over-under is 49, which is is tempting. It's, it's pretty tasty. Been bet down so, as well uh, across the week. With the weather. The, the weather. Uh, yes. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, that's right. Next game on this slate, we've got San Francisco and Dallas, and this is probably my favorite game to be a part of. Yes. With Dak Prescott being, now he's priced up 16 yep. 9. It's expensive, but I don't know this, what Dallas can do, who Dallas can use. Hitting a stack is hard because of the it options, is. but for Dak himself, this is a game where he could go nuts. Uh, he's had very solid month. Uh, 31.8, 23, 34.3. They are figuring out that Zeke is not the running back that he used to be, finally, and they're realizing that their passing attack is fantastic. So they're landing on that, which is great. So Prescott, very happy to stack him. I imagine you agree, Arch, and what do you think about Jimmy G as well? Look, Jimmy G is still Jimmy G, isn't it? Like, it's, it's a... They're going to be trying to win on the ground, aren't they, San Francisco? And it's Jimmy G's not going to be running on the ground, is he? So, nope. Um, I'm, I will not have any part of of Garoppolo this week. Um, but yeah, I think Dak showed last week. So, Dak, I mean, we we've we've got a little bit of form here um, because you know Dallas were in a two game slate last week, weren't they? Yeah. Um, Against Philly. Exactly. Um, but like uh, we, a lot of pl- people were, well, I was just didn't want to play him because to me it was, uh, you know, it's spread too thin and I was just wrong on that. Uh, you know, I still did pretty well, uh, you know, lineup wise elsewhere. But yeah. it's the pieces that are hard to choose which ones to get, isn't it? So Dak, absolutely. He wins. It's kind of like earlier in the season when Brady had – you know, Evans, Godwin, and AB. Like, you know, sure, it was hard to pick who was the the pass catcher that was going to come good, but it all all roads led to Brady. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Um, yeah. and I think the same here with, is with Dak, with, and he's a little bit more mobile. So, um, yeah, love Dak this week, um, but obviously he's going to come with the ownership. But if you, the, the ownership among the other pieces in Dallas will have to be spread because, you know, good luck choosing. Like we saw... You know, last week they uh, they played all their starters, right? Yeah, they did. You know, La City Lamb still had eighty percent of snaps. Uh, Amari Cooper he he uh, had seventy four percent of snaps. Like that's not unlike regular season. So you you know you look at last week, they would have been the guys if you thought they were going to play a full game. A lot of people didn't play them because they weren't thinking they were going to play a full game. No, that's right. Um, and. Really, we got lucky. I got lucky that they didn't hit, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, because it just Cedric Wilson. I thought was just going to be a good play because he was going to be out there, and the other guys weren't. They were all out there. Cedric Wilson still was the the, the nuts play. Um, yeah, he was. What do you do? You see? I mean, we're not quite at that position yet, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, Dak, Dak to the moon. Yeah, we'll get there in a sec. Jimmy G, here's my. Here's my pro, Jimmy G. Last week he had his fifth game reaching 300-plus passing yards in that big, <laughs> important 
Rams game. He's got Debo Samuel, who's a yak monster. He's got George Kittle, who's a yak monster. Yards off the catch, that is everybody. And I think there is a possibility here for Jimmy G to get something going. We know Trayvon Diggs has been, you know, an interception machine, but he's also let up so many yards yeah. on the season as but well. Sure, he he passes for a lot of yards, Ron. That's there's there's no, you know, debating that. But so all he needs then is a touchdown or like, like three hundred yards, and he got bonus. seventeen points. <laughs> like it's there's going to be picks. There's potentially not going to be that many. Uh, there's going to be more rushing touchdowns and passing touchdowns. I think I'm out. I'm out on Jimmy G. Get okay. That's fair. I hear. I hear. I just. I think in terms of leverage, he could provide something here at thirteen thousand seven hundred. I still like. He only needs to, like we said last video, he only needs to hit nineteen points to really, you know, potentially allow you to get good leverage and and better plays elsewhere. So. I don't know, Jimmy G here. This is I'm yeah, I just feel like there's something. Anyway, enough of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Zeke Elliott, like we said, is has been trash <laughs> for almost a good season. He's thirteen thousand two hundred. I can't go near this guy. No, you can't. Much, really. Especially against this 49ers defense, which has been uh sixth in yards allowed per uh sorry, seventh in yards allowed per carry. Uh, like seventh hardest. I don't like going up against that. The Cowboys' run offense has been middle of the road, so I'm avoiding Zeke everywhere on on this slate. And even Tony and Tony Pollard as well. He just hasn't had the usage. He has some splash games every now and then, but he needs to hit the end zone, and I just can't see that happening uh, with Zeke healthy. Yep. Uh, really, it's Elijah Mitchell here at twelve. 12 2 that I'm a big fan of instead. Who's that? Sorry. Elijah Mitchell, because he is, oh. like you say, part of a team that's going to run a exactly. lot. Yeah. No, it's it's the clear move, isn't it? Forget Elliot. Maybe Pollard if you're feeling frisky, but really it's they're <laughs> going to be passing the ball to, to to win, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, you, you think so. All right. I don't think there's really anything else no, we no, need no, to no, say about. Wide receivers. Okay. <laughs> Lots to talk about. Start of Dallas, you've got Debo Samuel there at 16-8. Super expensive, but has been producing yep. throughout this season. Really, just, though, at this price, you kind of want him to hit 25-plus points. and He can do that. It doesn't always happen for him. But let's look at rushing. his game log. Look, look at where his scores are coming. Like, they're- A lot of touchdowns. So much rushing work and like as well. Like, he's just- Yeah. It's a Debo world. Like- and I, and <laughs> we're I, just living in it. We are, and, and I think potentially that's we have to keep that in mind when we're starting to think what's George Kittle's ceiling in this game when we get to tight end, because yeah. Debo's the guy. And I think between Debo and Elijah Mitchell, I, I'm not really that interested in too much else. I think you're just getting too cute otherwise. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. Brandon Ayuk, based on his last three games, does interest me still. Yep, uh, he's gone above his salary. Three times he's gone 19.7, 13.4, and 14. He's yeah put up the 100 yards last week, went 94 yards against Houston the week before, 40 yards and a touchdown the week before. Like There is something to be said for Ayuk's usage. Yep. Um, especially if he can break one against Trayvon Diggs because like, you know, he'll be lined up on the outside more than, more than Debo will. So Ayuk there is, I think, a good leverage play off of Samuel. 
uh, and allows you to get, you know, five thousand. It's five thousand dollars difference. Yeah. Like that's huge. Yeah, I know that the obviously like the results could be quite different as well. But all you need is Ayuk to hit eighty yards and a touchdown, and Debo Samuel to maybe go zero touchdowns and four for forty and a, and maybe forty on the ground, and you, you, it's paying off. Like yeah. that's that's in the realm of possibilities. But Brennan Ayuk has something there to be said. Uh, Dallas wide receivers, who do you like the most? CeeDee Lamb's still the most expensive, even after his form has been mm. woeful for a good month and a half. Yeah, but I mean, he's a talented player and he's still going to be popular to play. It's just the frustrating thing of Dallas. It's you're playing If you're playing Dak, who knows where it's going to go? Um, yeah. I loved seeing a bit of Cedric Wilson go, go bananas, but are you banking on that happening again? Could, yeah, could, but it's just so hard. CD Lamb is safe in terms of no. Look, Cooper's going to have half the ownership of Lamb, and that potentially leads me to want to to look at at Cooper uh, a little bit more. Um, yeah, but, um, but really, it's just yeah, the the three guys there. Uh, it's it's just going to be hard work to know which one's the guy, and so yeah. if you're playing Dak, you're probably going to play two of them. Uh, and and hope hope you hit hit pretty well. If you do need to get different, I actually don't mind you on Jennings as a six thousand dollar play. Uh, look, six for ninety four and two touchdowns last week. Everyone was healthy. Everyone was playing. It was a big game. Like that's like he's worked his way into the side yeah. and done something there. Like you're looking for boom blast plays at six k, then I think that's yep. great. So I'll that's it. Six k can help you in your lineup elsewhere as well. Yep. Tight ends, George Kittle, Dalton Schultz. That's it. That's where you want to go. Schultz is sub 10K. Love yep. that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. George Kittle. It's too much for me. Oh, just, he's been so bad the last three weeks. Yeah. I thought he'd bounce back against the Rams, but alas, yeah, that did not work out for me last week. I, it's so hard to trust. They've got an emotional attachment here as well. So. <laughs> um, I'll let a lot of other people keep that emotional attachment and play him and yeah, you know, torpedo their lineups with fourteen thousand too much though. Yeah, way too much for what he's been doing. Been doing. I don't know what their what their you know its name isn't it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Don't shoot so fantastic last yep. month. Solid. Yes, really a great play. I just think he's a great play. Should we move on? Last game. Yes, yes, yes. Look, it's Pittsburgh and Kansas City, and as. <laughs> Roethlisberger himself came out and said uh, it's very unlikely that they'll win pretty much. That's essentially what I was reading between the lines there. So he said, we'll just come out and we'll have a good time. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Close to. Like, look, he probably already poor. planned his Mad Monday <laughs> last <laughs> yeah, week that's and right. was a bit annoyed that he had to come roll out another week. Yeah, that's it. Look, such a price difference. 17-6 for Mahomes, yeah. 11K. Roethlisberger, hear me out, could... <laughs> throw 45 to 50 times. I love it when you just have to say, throw in a hear me out before you even get to <laughs> yeah, what you're about to talk to. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, look, you don't need to talk about Mahomes, right? He's 17-6, he's priced up, but he's it's he's worth a game. He's, he's, he's a, be, he's, he could go bananas. He could. Roethlisberger, though, he's priced at 11,000. So cheap. So cheap. And he's got decent receivers. Yeah. Like, Pair him up with Deontay Johnson or Claypool or Frymouth. Like, if he's going to throw 45 times, 
in his last ever game. And he ain't going to give two Fs, is he? Like he's just. No. <laughs> Heck no. Like, yeah, sure. Kansas City's defense has been good. I understand that. But just for sheer opportunity. Yeah. I don't know. Roethlisberger could put up 300 plus yards <laughs> and three touchdowns in this game. And I would not be surprised. And you're getting him so cheap. This game's got like, you know, it's it's a high, high total. What are we looking at here? Sorry, I'm just pulling it up. Um, it's 46 and a half point total. Like, you know, Chiefs are 12 and a half point favorites yes. for sure. But I don't know. The Chiefs pass defense, 22nd in DVOA. They're fifth easiest in yards allowed per pass. Yep. There's there's just something here that I look at this and go, oh, I don't know. I'd love to just sprinkle in a few Ben Roethlisberger lineups and uh, maybe in, hits, maybe in the in the fifty cent bonkers. micro, that's the only place he'll see the light really? of day for me. Uh, I'll put a two dollar one in. Well, sure in the nah, t- just- well, that's the thing though. In the two dollar one, when you only got ten entries, people will play chalk more. Yeah, the chalk will be heavier, and getting leverage of that is potentially easier. Yeah, so but maybe this is just a bad play. <laughs> For sure. I'm not going to play like 10 lineups with him or anything like that. Like uh, just one or two, one or two Roethlisberger lineups. And you're still then correlating because you're you're saying that this is going to be a big game. Kansas City comes in and, you know, they're going to put up points for sure. Like you're going to run this back with, heck, you could run it back with uh, Hill and Kelsey who are both priced in the 16,000s. You can't go, you can't go Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill in this game. In this slide. No. And, it's impossible. And history's showing anyway that that's potentially not a good move the way they've been playing. It's sort of been one or the other. Um, and you just need, you need to find that that obscure piece that's hard to pick each week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, look, the chalk play in this game is you play the healthy Kansas City running back and the, and the Kansas City defense. Like that's going to be – that's a good play for yeah. sure based on our analytics. But I don't know. The emotion in me gets <laughs> gets going when I think about Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Najee Harris, you going to play him? It's fourteen thousand seven hundred and sixty dollars. Oh, I don't think I will. What is he at? Uh, yeah, I'm going to two point one yards per carry or something these days. Like it's oh, it's ugly. It's gross. The amount of so volume bad. and just not getting anywhere. I think it's just again, two games removed though from 188 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown yeah, against Cleveland. Again, that was the COVID game, wasn't it? Where there was barely a Cleveland team out there. Um, uh, yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, yeah, not look, look, 90, look, they play Kansas City on the 27th of December. He had five for 17 in the air and 93 rushing yards, 16 points. Yeah, like, look, they still they used him and he was successful. Look, at the end of the day, the volume is there, isn't it? And so he 100%. can put up some numbers. Um, I can't say I'm too excited about any Steeler, to be honest. No, fair enough. Maybe the uh, Mooth. Maybe the Mooth. Maybe the Mooth. Uh, Williams and Edwards Alaire, you're just going to play whoever's healthier? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Wide receiver land, Tyreek Hill is $16,900. His form has been atrocious with 1.2, 10. <laughs> 10.2, and 3.9 in the last three weeks. He was banged up, up last week as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Like it was it was not pretty. Pit, last time he played Pittsburgh, two for 19. Like has he really had that injury lingering that long? Yeah, it's interesting. Playoffs are a different beast as well, isn't it? Yeah, you kind of throw that throughout the window, I guess. But anyway, so look, he's there. Still he's limited the on Thursday's tag. practice uh, with his heel, so um, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, definitely. 
Deontay Johnson, I'm happy to play. Yep. Sub 14K, I think, for Deontay is pretty good for what he can what he can do. He's going to get targeted a heck of a lot. And if Kansas City are, you know, allowing longer uh, th- yards per pass, then Deontay Johnson's got more opportunity to get those. So I'm, I'm happy to play Deontay Johnson. Chase Claypool at sub 10 surprises me a little bit, but then looking at his form, not so much, but well, yeah, it's, he can, can double throw the ball that far downfield for him where, where he can be super dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. He needs that. He needs that bigger throw, doesn't he? What do you think about Pringle, Hardman, and Demarcus Robinson here? These are the three secondary Kansas City yep. wide receivers. Pringle's been the guy. Miko, though, came, came in last out. week and was essentially Tyreek Light. Yep. Well, you look at, I mean, really, like potentially, if you want to get different in this game, you fade Hill and you go a Hardman Pringle yeah. uh, double stack. And, you know, that doesn't cost much at all. You get, you know, you know, probably throw in Kelsey with that, you know, go onslaught here. Yeah. Um, yeah you do that. In fact, I, uh, like, you know, I really want to do that actually. Um, Robinson's the guy that it's, it's the thinnest, isn't it? Like he's, oh, yeah. he's hovering around the 50% snap share. Um, whereas, you know, Hard- and Hardman is as well, but um, I guess it, it comes down to Tyreek. We, if you look at Hardman's snap, Share, he's been in the forties and thirties most of the se- like second half of the season, and um, you know out of favour of sorts earlier in the season he was a but around the sixty. Um, I guess Pringle's sort of taken over a lot of his yeah you know, work, but yeah, without Tyreek, he had eighty three percent snap share last week. So the question is, does his performance earn him more, or does he go back to the thirty to forty percent if he was healthy? Um, yeah, this is Hardman we're talking about. So yeah, that's right. I think if Hill is like if he's legitimately hampered still by this injury, then getting a ten thousand dollars savings and going to Miko Hardman yep. is a, is awesome. And you don't often have like that the backup wide receiver filling in for the main wide receiver like you do with running backs. But I feel like Hardman and Hill pr- provide that. Well, kind he, of play. No, well, he was drafted because they weren't sure if he was going to be in the league because he's a dirtbag. So, ah, yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I true. think a lot of people have. Yeah. <laughs> no, fair call. Anyway, so there you go. I, I, I like that. That's yeah. good. good yeah. Good so thoughts. look, to me, yeah, Pringle's the main. The the he's the guy on the park, no matter what. So he's he's yeah. a piece that can play. But you see there that. The floor's still quite low. Like he's he's out there. He's at, he's had a big game against Pittsburgh of all teams. Um, yes. but, but yeah, I don't, I don't look. It's it's the classic though, isn't it? They're the three guys, and we say it in the Discord chat most weeks. They someone in the chat will list these three. Who's catching the touchdown this week? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, one of them's going to happen. Flip and you know, coin, it's going to be the guy that I don't pick. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh dear. Tight ends, Travis Kelsey is a beast and deservedly so priced up at 16-6. Look at that 44.1 game he had against the Chargers. He didn't play against Pittsburgh last time, so you can't analyze that so much. But when he's been healthy, he's been pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He's had COVID, played in the 3rd and the 9th of January, so the last couple of weeks. Caught a touchdown. Hasn't done much else, but I feel like he's he's 
back. Like I feel like yep. he's he's ready to Absolutely. go. He's ready to explode. Frymuth though, solid. Been solid. Solid enough to just be I mean, okay tar- at double that digit price. targets last week as well. Yeah, that's it. So really with Frymuth, if he hits the end zone, he pays off. Uh, otherwise, I think he's not going to kill your lineup uh, in in that regard. Uh, but that kind of brings us to it. Oh, was look, I was one one guy I was going to mention was Ray Ray McLeod. Uh, he's just getting he gets targets. It's all short stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Ray Ray 6K, McLeod, whatever, whatever. Arch, when I look at the DSTs here, I'm looking at Tampa Bay. Yep, I'm looking at. I don't know. It's hard to kind of know who else to play. Like part of me goes, the Eagles could really shut down the the Bucks passing offense here, but that probably leaves Fournette to just go monster uh, <laughs> on them. But Tampa Bay, I guess you and Kansas City. That's really where you're heading. Yep. Yeah. This one follows the pricing, doesn't? It, unfortunately, yeah. um, you know, potentially, you know. Mate, yeah, you maybe one of the if you think the the Dallas 49ers game, you know, is ends up going unders and um, you know, they've both got some defensive playmakers. That's that you could look there and save a bit of salary. Yeah, if you um, look if you think Trayvon Diggs gets a pick six or something like that. But yeah, it, actually with the weather as well, the Eagles might actually be the best player. You get the stone min salary. And if this turns into a ground, exactly like granted out game, I, yeah. Look, I don't care if I can get my six points from a four K defense. I'm laughing. That's true. One and a half times. That's all we need. Very good. Very good. Very good. Well, Arch, that's it. That kind of brings us to the end of our two slates here. Yes. Anything else you want to add before we say au revoir? No, no. Um, love it. Hopefully, um, we can, uh, you know. Yeah, we, we can get out and enjoy uh, some of these games. Uh, I think we might, might catch up or something, uh, watch some games live. It'll be good. Get into it. It'll be it. good. Fantastic. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in and all the best for your DFS lineups this wildcard weekend. We'll be here next week to talk through the divisional rounds and have a great one. Bye-bye.